Live from Cool Boys Central. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman Beyond. And wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I'll see Batman and Beyond. <laughs> Greetings, cool boy Bat Nation, and welcome to another very seasonal finale installment of Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I'm season finale Ballard. And I'm Terry Riffick Steve. Oh my god, we, we have a, a special guest that's entered the studio. It's it's our secret bun boy. Fun boy, big boy, baby boy, it's cool boy, Felt. There should be some, some children applauding. Felt, give us yours. What's your name? I'm... Beyonce! Beyonce! No, but you, give yourself like a cool Batman Beyond name. I'm an 88-year-old or 90-year-old Bruce Wayne Felk. There you go. Yeah, I love it. So cool. <laughs> Can you hear this? Can you hear my sound effects? No. Oh, yeah, it's no? that we did. Felk comes with sound effects. He's like D. Reynolds. Ooh. Yo, what up, Philly? It's Saturday night. Come to the Ha Ha Cafe to see the city's hottest new act, Sweet D. Reynolds. This is a bird noise. Sweet D's got the freshest comedy on the street. <laughs> Sound effects. <laughs> More sound effects. <laughs> wow. So Felk, Felk has been our critical our critical critic. Ooh, you're you're back to listening to the show? Yeah. Now that you're back on Batman Beyond, I didn't care about the new Batman adventures. <laughs> Steve didn't know this. No, Mike Mike was like hiding who was uh, giving our uh, critical uh, advice about our show. I don't know if it was me. Uh, wow, blown away. What, do you, are, are you ready to come back? No, no. <laughs> this is a special event for your season finale. Felk, do you want to give us any more criticisms live on air? <laughs> <laughs> I don't take them um, well. I don't remember. Uh, I, I I didn't like the not knowing Roy Batty from name from Blade Runner. Uh, Steve, I think got it right that like whatever episode was the oh um the the Mindbender one was it his name Mindbender oh, uh, Spellbinder Spellbinder Mind Freak that one because <laughs> you, you you got on your you went on your tangent about yeah we discussed this on the actual cool on the Cool Boys podcast but you went on your tangent about like what is the Space Vietnam War and Steve correctly interjected that uh, it, it was just like a video game, not like an actual war that was being projected <laughs> into the guy's mind, which was correct. Although then minutes later, Steve referenced the, the Dolce, he thought Dolce and Gabbana was being referenced in a joke because Dick Grayson, or no, sorry, I just ruined the, the surprise. Uh, uh, the main character, uh, Terry, Terry is, uh, wearing a tux and he's like what's d and g dg stand for and you see so you thought it's for dolce and gabbana it's clearly <laughs> dick grayson i still do uh who gets a, a d why would dick grayson get a dg uh belt i, I think it was uh, an embroidery uh monogram on the inside on the inside of the, the tux i mean there was a whole other you know thing to be open there that why 
Bruce was collecting boys and giving them tuxedos and parading them around. <laughs> Endless. Like, this is the second time he's done this at least with Terry. Yeah, if you don't count Carrie Kelly. Yeah, well, she's not in this, though. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah so does, I guess, yeah, does she not it's exist? It's all boys. In this. Batgirl's in there. In this uh, incarnation, I guess. Not at all, huh? No. No, just, uh, it's just Dick, Dick Grayson. They never did Jason Todd, right? So it's just Dick Grayson and. I think they were going to do Jason Todd, and then HBO Max just canceled that. The uh, they basically do a Jason Todd storyline in the the Joker uh, Return of the Joker uh, Batman and Beyond it. Movie. But that's that's uh, what Tim Drake is his name. Yeah, they basically combine it. That's like what what. But you're spoiling these no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. I'm trying not to. Well, you're asking. I'm not going to just sit here and be quiet. You want to like what? What about this? What on that? I'm going to be like, okay. I mean, this this, this is from like the early aughts. I'm so sorry. Uh, Shit. (laughs) Like you're talking about this is pre 9/11, I believe. I know. I know. (laughs) I know. All these spoilers. I know. I know. That's why it was like so hard to like do the uh, like the research on the show because i like i'm like I, I it's everything is written into everything at this point like in the very first three sentences of a wikipedia i'm sometimes worried like am i just gonna read like you know and then terry's neck was broken by superman no you know like i don't want that terry did That'd become be a murderer and, and and he was the bad guy in the end because that's my theory right yeah. now. Terry turns out to be the bad guy. Well, it's definitely a lot more murder this this uh, iteration. Dude, it's way more murder in this show than there was in any by the main vigilante than there were in any yeah, of TV, the other TVPG. TVPG. None of that because like back in the old days they had to do the TVG standard before the ratings guides were actually created. I think it's or TV seven YV or whatever. Uh, but now this could be actually be a full TV PG, not TV 14. Didn't push it. He never, he never, uh, fucks that hot Asian girl. Uh, Tam, whatever her name is. What's the, what's Terry's girlfriend's name? Uh, we, Debbie. No, like Andrea no. or something. I forget what it is. I don't remember. We've only we went, met her once we or went twice. Over, there was a, well, they broke up and then he had that affair with the uh, assassin. 10 with 10. Right. Uh, the Royal Flesh Gig. Melinda. Or... No, not her. The actual, no, the eight, no, the, the, not the blonde girl from the Royal Flesh Girl. Dana Tan is Dana. the character. Dana, yeah. Yeah, she's the one who dances in the opening credits. And that, to me, this is another gripe I had. I think the opening credits are great. They they, they immediately, when I, when I saw that, of course, I was like 15 or 16. It's like, oh, this ain't your daddy's Batman. But the old Batman's there. It, but it was like making it clear, this is hip, this is new, this is early... This is late 90s cool to, to the T, the and that little flash of Dana uh, dancing in the opening credits is incredibly sexy, and but you you guys are just too cool for school and didn't, didn't appreciate... Oh, yeah. It's horrible. The, uh, the, uh, it's the such hard a, work it's such of... It's shitty... Of, like, cool. compare it to the three, Batman the, 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 the 3D spins around, around Terry Batman and also old Batman are great. It just yeah, lets that you know, has like, been this fun. Is, that has absolutely been fun. This it's is dynamic, new. for sure. Yeah, we, we definitely... I think that like Mike was hitting on it where how the Spider-Man has kind of like seems like it's using that same sort of MCU Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has very similar kind of dynamic. Uh, yeah. Between uh, oh, Tony, Tony and um, Peter. I um yeah. I definitely um did not like that show open, but it's even cool that like Spellbinder is referenced in it too. Like, that was fun as well. It's kind of nice to see the that hand, it actually has more. In the middle. Yeah, the hand. Yeah, the eye on the hand. Yeah. Steve noticed that, I think, while we're doing the watch back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That but, was cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, compared to the animated series. Original. Uh, opening credits, it's like. 
just nothing. I don't know. I, I thought it was it's pretty lame. The um, but what I do like about it is like when they bring in that they when they use that music as a cue uh, for like an action sequence for the the show itself. I do enjoy hearing the music like when some yeah. sort of badass thing's about to happen, and they do it kind of limited. I enjoy when the original Batman, the, the animated series theme, comes up whenever old Batman has to do something Batmany, which happens a few times. I don't know if you hit it yet. Oh yeah, they do a great job of mm-hmm. uh, the you know using those musical cues. Well, it's good to have you, Phil, for this episode and joining us. And uh, for, you know, Batman and Beyond historians, you'll know that obviously Felk was with us for the first 30 episodes. Before I'm with you for every episode, cancer. buddy. I'm in the opening <laughs> credits. Still, you still have not taken my voice out. Uh, despite the fact that you've made two edits to it, at least, where I, I you took out, we're just three cool boys. Wow, you took out like the word three when I left. Yep. And then you added Steve's voice saying Batman Beyond. That's Steve's creative said Batman control. Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> Despite the fact that we do a, a podcast almost every week together, and at any time you could have asked me to do just a new voiceover for you if you wanted to have a, a clean one. You didn't ask me to get yeah, I said, why did you, you say do it? You said, just use me. I wanted it to be my voice. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like me. But no, I did say for, for you I to I'm a professional voiceover artist. I think it was a good idea because we were like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> did it, and yeah. I said, "That would be funny if it was like robotic." Yeah, Steve, like that, just cuts to him going. <laughs> it's like Batman, Batman Beyond and Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it's like when you're on hold with the mm. automated voice messaging machine. Well, it's so cool to have you here. Tonight's episode is Ascension. Millennium. Direct. Yeah, Ascension. Millennium. Ascension Millennium was directed by Yukio Suzuki and written by Robert Goodman. Real quick aside, is this writer of this episode, Robert Goodman, related to Naval Commander Bobby Goodman, who wrote many episodes of Batman the Animated Series? I I thought we already concluded that you were wrong on that. I don't Wikipedia. think we ever got yeah, to no. I thought so, yeah. What do you think, Felk? <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't listening. (laughs) We'll just move on from there. (laughs) All right. This episode came out and came on me on May 22nd, 1999. No, we didn't. I want to make this very clear that this is not a cool boys podcast. This is not. Oh, did you? All of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, suddenly get all like. uh, Don't make me bring my gun out. This (laughs) episode came all over me. May 22nd, 1999. I will put gay porn on somehow. This week's villains are Derek Powers Blight and Paxton Powers. Would you say Paxton Powers is a villain of this uh, week? I guess, you know, I would say much more. It's a it's a, it's a Powers family. It's uh, a Powers family reunion. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Speaking of Paxton, though, I want to get this one Bill out. Bill Paxton? No, it's Carrie Ewells from Princess Bride. The celebrity oh, guest oh, voice. Wait, is that how you say his name? I don't know. So she I just threw it out there. I thought it was Carrie Elways or something. I have no idea. So I probably I butcher I it's most people's names. Wait, Felt, what is it? Yulways? Let's find out. I, I did Yules. Yulies. <laughs> but uh I, you know, to end it off, Princess Bride, special guest voice. Yeah, that's pretty that, big. That's pretty big, you know. William H. Macy mm-hmm. previous episode. They had a they had a pretty good list this uh, season. Elwes. Elwes. I was right. Yes. Elwes. Wes. Wikipedia says as Derek Powers' blight persona slowly destroys what was left of his normal life, he turns to his son for help. 
Paxton Powers seems Ooh. willing to help Batman bring his father in. But unfortunately, deception and greed run in the family. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, oh whoa, always, look what he's got. He's got a Glock 19. Don't shoot. Don't shoot us. <laughs> Why did you come it? here with a gun? You crazy monster. Don't shoot people with it. You might get manslaughter. He's just doing the music. I love the score. How do you not like this? This is like Nine Inch Nails. Trent Reznor could have done this. Greed, corruption, I just don't like the... Yeah, it's just like kind of cheesy, I guess. It's very 90s to me. The 90s were the coolest generation. The 90s are the coolest time. There's the ace for the chicky fucks. Yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't do it for just me. Just discourage. There she is. Look at her tits jiggle. How yeah, can you yeah, not fucking want to fuck that little titties. cartoon? Yeah. I, um, I, I think, though, for me, uh, it, what is really great, though, is hearing this theme when we do get it in the third act of an episode. It you're does just repeating what I up. said. It, you're, just, you're just repeating. It does. Oh, did, I'm sorry. It did, <laughs> I thought I said that earlier. But okay. Lady I agree him. with you, Mike. Yeah, I thought I got that right. Yeah, I think that's a good thing, yeah. I don't remember I, this I episode at the theme, all. Like, yeah, I do enjoy the theme. But I feel like, yeah, it's just compared to the Batman animated series one, it's just this, like, not this. It would have been nice if they did a little, like, vignette, like, the Batman animated series, but maybe they, would, they wanted to be so different. They went with this, like, weird, like, 90s aesthetic, aesthetic thing. So for me, what makes, like, the, the uh, Batman Beyond opening not work so well is that it's like a montage and just a collage of images that don't eventually maybe make some sense. And it's the music doesn't really work for me, but like if it was something that's more all like credits. the Batman animated series open, like that's like, you know, uh, reminiscent of the Dark Knight's Night or whatever it is that short. And it was more of a, a like an actual episode, like kind of like a little episodic nature to it, you know, or I think mm -hmm. it would, that would have been really cool. So you are just copying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's what he's doing right now. Okay, is that is that going to be the bit for tonight? No, yeah, no, I'm over it. Two times. I'm over it. All right, all right. I wanted it. to point out. I wanted to point out, like how much cancer Blight was just giving to these people. Like seriously, so much like, cancer. And then they admit it. I think in this episode that he's just like killing like these people. Like one of them is like. You're getting too hot for us. Your radiation, yes. you know. The like, boardroom, everyone in the boardroom, including Bruce, was massively radiated. Yeah, I think they all are now dying like 10 years earlier. Bruce is what, like 120? So now he's dying like instead of a... Yeah. <laughs> he should be dead now. By the way, those canisters say polymold, and I'd like to know more about polymold. Sounds like polyamorous. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah, what is polymold? So it's the, it's the, it's the stuff that is like his fake skin, and they need it oh. so that he can uh it's like blocking the radiation and they're running out of it oh and could, yeah it continued to be Derek powers that makes sense so that that was that was what they were stealing was this poly mold can you just buy it he's a billionaire you know it was like uh i don't think you could buy it it was probably is like a yeah. government thing yeah it might be like it. methylamine steal it from himself is it he's the supplier is no, it no i didn't think so so I it's it not like, a wayne powers creation okay I, the impression i mean the, the impression i got when you're going to the docks to steal the stuff or whatever this place is it's like you know Dude, apparently in future gotham <laughs> every every, dock, every crime happens at the docks <laughs> well it feels like that's also in just regular gotham at least in the beginning <laughs> of the crime whoa so i terry doesn't realize powers is blight i did not realize that i thought he knew from the beginning the um 
I think this is though where finally Batman puts the connection or Terry puts the connection that blight is power. I think it's when he pops out of the the suit he's wearing that's a human suit and he's just green glowing <laughs> and everyone's all like, oh shit, and Terry Powers is born. Yeah, like the information I, I thought that out, he got but... the connection before that, but no, I could be wrong. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Everybody's like... So, yeah, but it, yeah, it's pretty sad. Like at least these people are protected from cancer because they're at least aware of it. And <laughs> they're aware. I know all this. Like, they're wearing protective gear. They're finally aware of it. They're wearing all this stuff. But meanwhile, like he's just killing like his son. Everyone while else he's, while he's sitting there. Wait, do you guys watch these episodes before you watch them live and do the commentary? Or yeah, or? yeah. We we I okay, watch so them. You, you have seen this take some properly. Notes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I watch. Yeah, we usually watch them before. Not like that's what we did. Not from the beginning beforehand, though. but like you know, like a day, week, whatever beforehand. Mexico. <laughs> Why is everyone in Spanish? Yeah. Okay. So it's, this it's, is the the son who's just like destroying the South. You know, the Central American or South. Is America. this Mexico or is this Corto Maltese? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a Spanish-speaking country. I don't Corto Maltese is which. kind of like that go-to for like. For for DC lore, yeah, that's a that's a good no, point. No, Corto Maltese know. is Cuba, basically. It looked like Cuba. That's right? Corto Maltese, right? Yeah. But we wouldn't. Ha- you don't have American companies don't have manufacturing in Cuba. They have it in Mexico. Like that's where all your Fords are made. You know, as as, well, as seen the in the future. film Terminator: Dark Fate. <laughs> yeah, this is future. This, this is it. This is it now. Yeah. Dude, in the future, they'll still be making stuff in Mexico. No, they'll have a contract with Cuba, apparently. With Corto Maltese. <laughs> and, and apparently, the uh, powers will go there and, and destroy the, the water. But then it's all like a, it's a ruse. scam. Yeah. yeah. But it was a long, like, long form scam. A long con. Yeah, long con. I, li- I liked it. Because I, for a while, thought that he was just destroying the land and that guy was trying to be a good citizen. Derek Powers is revealing to his son that he has cancer that that he's uh, a glowing skeleton (laughs) i get the impression bauer doesn't really care for blight as the primary villain oh really i like Uh, Blight. okay i just i I, I, I like the concept of it too um that they they chose a villain i don't even care what the villain was really i just like that they did that like Like an overarching yeah a long like narrative telling of of a villain story, I think what's cool he's about more Lex this... Luthor than than Joker in that he's a corporate villain at the same time, or Daggett. Right? Yeah, he, but he also has like a like a, like a Metropolis vibe to him, like a villain from Metropolis would have, like a like a Metallo or something like that. Um, uh, and there's like other irradiated people that uh, Superman. Wants I believe to fight it's pronounced Metallo. <laughs> uh, I had another that Mendez is Miguel Sandoval, which is also another you know big character actor. Who? Well, who's he? M- Mendez, who's Miguel Sandoval? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miguel he's Sandoval. like in CSI. He's like in a bunch of stuff. Like he's like the classic, like bald. Like he's he plays like a, a Cuban a lot of times. I think he was like in CSI or one of those. He like was the um, uh, like lead actor. He's a big character actor. When you look him up, I think you'll. Oh know who yes, he is. yeah, yeah. I know what you mean bald guy, mustache. Yes, okay. Horseshoe haircut. <laughs> Not as famous as Carrie. Els, how how you pronounce Elways. his name? I like this hot. I like this hot assistant that uh, super Derek hot. Powers' son has. Yeah, they, well, no. uh, that's really a goal that I, I missed out on. Getting hot assistants, uh, having a hot assistant. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we all thought we were going to be corporate I thought tycoons, she was but bli- or uh, Derek's uh, assistant, and that he sent Derek sent her to go work for Paxton because she's. I like, don't remember if she showed him. up before. Cause she's even like your dad finally is ready to talk to you. I thought, yeah. Well, I thought it was like his assistant. 
I yeah, but I thought like her dad, like his dad was like, I'm loaning, I'm loaning her for you. Mm. She's a loner. Yeah, what? The best. Why did Batman was think handcuffs would work on him? Superman. Mercy Grace. Mercy. Percy. Percy? Is it Mercy? I thought it was Mercy. Mercy thought, Graves. I thought it was Mercy too. She's Asian in Batman v Superman and gets blown up unceremoniously. Oh man, yeah. Uh yeah, she's beautiful. That same actress was in uh The Wolverine. And played the love uh, interest of uh yeah of uh Logan's in that movie. I like okay, in this she's scene, in BBS. Terry handcuffs Blight and he's all like done and done. And it's like how could Terry possibly think that handcuffs would have sustained? I just said that earlier. You guys weren't paying attention to me. Oh, you did? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I take all the effort to drive eight hours north <laughs> to be with you guys. I, I am literally feet away from you. It's, I uh, know, it's a travesty. It's the danger of the fact that I Stop shooting. Stop firing your gun. There's children here. Yeah. I agree. I agree, though, Phil, for sure. It is interesting that, that Terry had that, that kind of lapse in judgment. And to have that lapse in judgment right in front of Bruce, pretty big misstep. You think he's disappointed in him? I would think Bruce would definitely be disappointed in him in that move. Like, Terry, handcuffs <laughs> on a dude that's fucking radiated like that? Bruce has to act cool and, like, pretend like he doesn't know him. Yeah. Oh, he, oh he, yeah, he does. That's he, right. He Thanks, can't. Batman. <laughs> And we just learned, like, you know... <laughs> that he calls himself that Batman. he calls himself Batman. <laughs> so it's really hard for him to, to call Terry Batman. Yeah, Bruce he, uh, thinks of himself as Batman. He never thinks of himself as Bruce Wayne. It's so cool. The I, I, One note I had was kind of later on, I think when Batman points out that Derek Powers is because of Terry's actions, like... Partly, right? Yeah, he's like, you know, he's turned into this because of you. And Terry's like, I don't care. He deserves it. You know, Terry has, loved it. He has no issue no, with it whatsoever. No, it's what I'm talking about. Terry has bloodlust. I is, mean, it's clear. I, I think it's an interesting character trait that they have for him. Because he's a teenager. Mm -hmm. He's hot-headed. Mm -hmm. He's full of hormones. <laughs> the ding hormones. You right there? Are you smoking weed, uncharacteristic of the Batman and Beyond podcast? Who? When do we Is not? there a bog in that garage? We do all... All the drugs, all the time. It's a, it's a part of Steve talked like openly admitted doing mushrooms on one of these episodes, and I'm like, ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> mushrooms. They're legal in some states. Mushrooms is fun. Are they? No, I didn't say Which mushrooms. States? I thought I was talking about uh, acid. acid. Not oh, legal. Acid. Which is okay. legal <laughs> in any state. <laughs> Which is not legal. Yeah, yeah. Mushrooms are, are legal in Washington. But it happened in the now. past. It's the past, baby. Right, I'm not, not worried about still, it. <laughs> it's close enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. No. I'm sure you can't get arrested for admitting to having done acid years in the past on a podcast. I, also, I'm not. I, I feel like we have like four listeners, and one of them is apparently you that I didn't know. So now it's yeah, it so there's only three other people I have to worry about. And I'm, I'm not. And two of them are cops. <laughs> one of them was like in the Netherlands. So. And I don't have to listen to this episode because I know what happened. And so I. That's like my one joy in life is listening to myself. That's good. Uh -huh. <laughs> while, while I'm driving in the car, I, I listen to the podcast. I'm so funny. So he keeps thinking <laughs> I'm, just like, like, I'm, I'm hysterical. I'm hilarious. How am I not like making so much more money as a comedian? Did you guys notice that when um, Blight's eating in this episode, he eats a ham and Swiss cheese sandwich as Blight? <laughs> I loved that. I didn't have that note. Yeah. It's well, nice. 
they have that moment where like they're like, oh, Blight's eating in the corner, <laughs> and he's fucking eating a ham and Swiss cheese sandwich. It would have been nice if they showed him like cutting it and like putting it together, preparing like, the it's meal, all smoking. Mm -hmm. Like he just toasts it, like just puts it in his hand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like a panini. Oh, the, the Mexican guy who threw the fish worked for for uh, Paxson the entire time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So the it, whole thing was the giant the long con, right? That's what we were talking about yeah. earlier. He was setting we his were, dad up. We were blown away. So he didn't know if, if he didn't know his dad was blight. He was just setting his dad up the whole fucking time. I, well, the impression that I got was that his dad like kicked him out of the country. But he or already something. knew his dad was blight in the car. So, but his dad being blight, what, like just when made he found that out, it was like it was like okay, good. I guess I'm just gonna keep this going. And then he used it right. He the, no, the yeah, trigger everything. the meltdown early. Were you excited to see the bat signal? I th I thought this was was this the first time they used it in the show? Uh, I don't recall it. There it is. The sandwich more than one. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Ham and Swiss. See, they make, make sure it's Swiss <laughs> it's cheese. Funny. It's Swiss cheese. Um, yeah. The, I think that sounds this good is right now. One of few, very few. No question. No question. Very few times they've used the basketball this season. I guess it may be the only one. I don't know. I thought it was like the only one. I don't because like the commissioner doesn't. Uh, yeah. She doesn't want to be using it I right now. I was wondering if it was maybe used in the first episode because there's that flashback. Mm, mm. Well, I guess first one for Terry. Yeah, but it's not even. But it's not even an actual. Yeah, bat yeah signal. it's a fake one. Yeah, it's like a fake one that doesn't even like. And Bruce should have been like, there isn't one right now, Terry. You shouldn't probably trust that. It's might and, and we just had the commissioner tell us recently she will like arrest us or kill us if we get involved again. So I think we shouldn't bug it. Move on. Um, but uh, Blight's animation around all this stuff right now. A lot of it feels like a mistake, and I couldn't tell if it was their creative design to have it look double imprinted, or if it. So just pay attention to throughout these scenes. It vibrates. No, it's in, he intentionally is supposed to be vibrating. He's he's uh. And it gets radiating worse as he gets energy. Because yeah, it seems like he's angry. marching around, and there's like two layers on top of him, like, and it looks weird, like a lighter green and a darker green. No, it's intentional. I think that's because uh, they probably use we're at digital compositing at this point, so they're able to add that like, glow and and have it be like it's vibrating. That's not like I think it's intentional. Like two different cells misaligned. I don't know. I think they were animating on computers in the late nineties. Simpsons was. They I thought doing Simpsons started doing uh, with computers like in the two thousands. I don't know. Uh, it was it was probably late nineties, early two thousands. It was definitely the bad seasons. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, listening to commentaries, and when and they were what like up through like season, season ten or so, they were talking about like they, they were all finally no, watching it was in the, the late nineties because they did it when um, when Futurama started early production. They switched to digital compositing for the Simpsons because they were using it in Futurama as well. Which is why Futurama has obviously the actual three D models occasionally are integrated in the show. This show we know has three D models of Batman and. <laughs> Uh, old Bruce because we see him in the opening credits. So there is three, there is like digital work being done here. I don't know if that's how they're achieving blight, but that glow is not possible to do in hand animation. I don't think. You, it would be cut out, of course, right? I'm not you'd be, an expert. You'd be shining it through light on the other end because that's how they would do it back in the day. But there's some kind of layering effect too that they do that at times. There's a layering effect. That's, yeah, that's not not normal. I'm not sure what it is. I like it. I like I like blight's look. I, I think Blight's cool. It's kind of weird because it feels like this is the last Blight episode we're going to get because it feels like his story wraps up because like, 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 I think at the end of this episode, it's Derek Powers' Blight is dead, question mark. Terry 
essentially got what he wanted, feel his feeling all the lust he had for blood, but then it almost feels like it's a passing of the baton to Paxton being the new villain moving forward. So I couldn't tell if, if that I was actually the route. I don't we really recall if Blight comes back, honestly. You don't think he comes back? I, I don't I don't remember. I, th- I want to say he does. I want to say he does, but I don't think he's like that often. Um, all the memorable episodes in season two and three don't have Blight as a, a yeah, key villain. Yeah, I think villain. this is his last this episode. Is? Yeah, I thought so. So that's very interesting with Batman Beyond because like, I didn't. I guess I just didn't expect that. But like, it feels like a lot of villains. We would look, watch them this uh, like one time, and then I would be like, "Hey, Steve, does that person come back?" And they're like, "He was like, no." Or be like, "Oh, yeah, one more episode." So the the show feels very finite in nature. It it feels like it it has like this destined end to it, and I'm curious to see what it does with three seasons. Yeah, right. Right now, everyone has cancer. He's blowing up a ship with all the cancer he's giving out. Oh, cancer. Now, this is canceled. Cancer. His son is running away from the cancer. Dad, don't give me cancer. That's got to be giving Batman cancer. Now, we think, here's what we think, though, Felk. We think that Terry is protected in the exosuit. The suit? Because it's a fully encased exosuit. Yeah. Even though his teeth are exposed in these shots. (laughs) And his mouth is a mouth. That's true. I would really, I'd be curious to see how they would uh, try to do a live action uh, Batman Beyond suit for Terry. I think that would be really cool to see if they try to just attempt like um, Snake Eyes in, uh, you know, the first um, uh, G.I. Joe uh, movie or in the second G.I. Joe movie where they kind of were like, oh, yeah, we shouldn't do lips and just have those lips not move. Because I think in the first G.I. Joe movie, he has lips, but they're just the black lips, right? The black rubber lips and then if they no, Terry the actually can talk through the uh, mask that's his mouth open in the mask so it would just have to be very form fitting around your lips but that's how it would I don't work. Know. yeah but exactly so if you were to do it nowadays would they go a route of just rubber or yeah or would they just go yeah we're gonna do a fucking it's gonna be his mouth and it's gonna fucking move uh, by the way you gotta you gotta stop because they just showed it on the on the screen we get it, Ballard. You don't like the silhouette news people. I don't know why it's like. I, I remember seeing that and just like, oh, okay, that's neat. Yeah, I, but I you had talked like about no, that for like, like twenty uh, minutes it across several raw. episodes. I had no issue. You with don't it. like it, but uh, you know how it, some some things just uh, affect other people. Trigger. Differently. Yeah, trigger me. It looks weird. It's so like Max Headroom, but even like more two dimensional. Well, I think it's another. I think it's supposed concept. to be like three dimensional. Like it's like it's it's like almost a hologram, but it's not really articulated. It's like an AI well. or something. That's that's. I don't giving... trust news that doesn't come from flesh and blood. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, so you don't and trust those on CNN aren't flesh <laughs> and blood. Lemon. They're vampires. Don't worry about the balloon. It's not harmful. It's harmless. Oh, the, the balloon? balloon the, <laughs> the Chinese spy balloon is our friend. That old that old thing from three weeks ago? Hey, balloon. Here's what I think about your balloon. Anyways, let's get into our boys. Felk, you are our guest and our, our, our reoccurring, our only reoccurring host that left and came back. So there you go. Give us your boys. <laughs> Just shooting into the, I'm shooting into the air at the Chinese spy balloon. <laughs> so, what are your boys uh, for this episode Ascension? 
I don't know, two. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't remember this is an episode I cared about that much. Well, it was the final one. Steve, how about you? Of the first season, um, yeah. I, give it like, I think it was like a four and a half out of five. I enjoyed it. You know, I thought for an ending for the final episode, it did a nice sort of job of, like you were talking about it sort of wrapping up the powers sort of storyline. I'm not sure. I felt like he died. They left it kind of open. I don't know if he does come back. But, um, you know, I thought it was a good way. Like, you see sort of Terry's vindictiveness and he's supposed to like, Mm -hmm. he's supposed to be getting over that a little bit. Terry's the villain now. But, uh you know, I, I thought it was. I thought it was well done episode. I thought the twist that his son was manipulating him. I didn't see it. Cool. Com- I didn't see it coming. Yeah, that was cool. So I thought it was a and manipulating know, Terry. A well done sort of uh, story. Quick twenty minutes. I thought it was a well, good season finale. It it was a really fast twenty minutes for sure. It was really well it was done. Breezy. Yeah, I really liked it. I thought. Um, I thought it was like. A, I gave it a five out of five. Boys, I I really enjoyed it. Oh. I loved the passion. Uh, turns the like turn and turn again the the twists. Um, I also uh, love that yeah again like you said like we just we got the end of powers I guess of of uh, blight we got the end of blight and with I didn't I didn't see that coming. Oh I know I'm sad that I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming because <laughs> I literally I just thought he was gonna be around for all three seasons. Mm-hmm. Like the overarching yeah. like, main thing. I didn't so think I it was going to happen to Wayne Powers. Like, is it going to st- is his son going to take over the yeah, powers? Yeah, I'm guessing Paxton. Well, I think Paxton moves on in the the villain role. We'll see. That's Carrie Ewells. Ewells. Elways. Elways. <laughs> do they have the money for Carrie Elways? Every I don't week? know if they have that sort of money. I think they they're going to find some other like it's going to be like. I, if I recall, I thought that they do more of as like social life and whatnot, but you know, I don't remember. I don't remember the second and third season as well. So it'll be fun to, to watch. Nice. Well, this was a great first season. I had a lot of fun. Um, I think I big gave the show. It's it? a very much a big boy episode <laughs> uh, of television. It's not a baby boy episode of television like Batman and the animated series is. <laughs> Those are for baby boys. And we and Felk, thank you for your explanation of why this is a big boy show. This is TVPG, not TVG. This is for this is for young adults, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> guns, guns. Yeah, and and a lot more sex. Like when when Terry meets ten, it is v- made very they clear fuck. they meet at like twelve thirty or whatever at night, and then they don't. And then next time we see them, it's like six in the morning. Yeah, they fucked for six hours. How old is Terry? Is he sixteen or seventeen? He's eighteen. Everyone's eighteen, as far as I'm concerned. So we can talk about it. He's, I don't think he's, he's a, in high school. I don't school. think he's a senior. I, I think he's like a junior in high school. I think they're yeah. I think he's a junior or a sophomore. Yeah, it's not. I think kids uh, in high school have sex, isn't that a thing? Well, I mean, Euphoria says so, right? Not at my high school. God bless him too. Yeah, <laughs> it's nothing like the high school I went to, but um. Yeah, everyone was doing LSD. <laughs> I was. That was like. Uh, <laughs> more you know, baby. Those were my, at my high school. Those were like my, my brother's friends that I that were uh, I was that were corrupting me. <laughs> no. And they came, and they came from under the bridge. <laughs> they, they already graduated. <laughs> they high school. weren't from I high school. I wanna feel. <laughs> so they just were already older. 
They were dropouts. They were I guess. from the overpass. <laughs> they, were the, they were bad kids. <laughs> That's what, uh, always sunny where Frank's like, we could go under the bridge. Like, why would we ever want to go under the bridge? I want to see I don't more. Know, see what happens. Of like it's it's always I want to have like and it's always sunny when they were kids the the picture that they paint of like the way that Mac and um, you want the Young Christmas Sheldon episode for, is the first thing I know yeah. but I like yeah. I want more like and, and they have like little hits and, and stuff but it's like it's too sad I think because it think actually so. makes it really sad yeah, I think it's so, dark but it's like yeah so good Charlie you know? was molested repeatedly <laughs> yes yeah by his uncle Jack. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Well, no. By the Nightman, but we never know who the Nightman really is. Oh, no. Except he was probably paying. But, yeah. No. But somebody I think later named Antonio that, like, who was dating Jack his mom. Charlie. Was, that was another issue. Yeah. I, I don't know if he was the Nightman, but yeah, Uncle Jack also was a molester, and then his mom was like a whore, right? That's the other. Yeah, thing. and, and yes. she had Santa's run trains. <laughs> yeah, like poor. Yeah, Charlie had it worse. But it would be like you know, basically like Kenny's character. It's like basically, I guess South Park is like you know, <laughs> I love it's Max always family like, runs into people's homes and takes their Christmas yeah. trees and, or uh, those gifts underneath, and then moves on to the next house because that's what the other we left stuff for the other families to come when they came next. Other families. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was. Thank you for having me. I'm gonna go ahead and leave soon. Um, here's my gun. <laughs> you can oh, see no. it. Back up. <laughs> All right, well, great bat stuff, Steve and Fell, and great season one stuff. Cool Boy Nation, tune in next week. Same Cool Bat time, same Cool Bat channel. Cool Boy Bat Nation, be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of. Ascension or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at batmanandbeyondcoolboys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can't Thank you me. for listening. <laughs> Stay cool, Cool Boy Bat Nation. Until next season, it's Bizies from season one finale, Ballard. It's Bizies from Terry Riffic Steve. Oh, and that's Bizies uh, from. She's uh, a slut. Felk. She's a slut, Felk. <laughs> and. Hi, I'm Chaz Dean. We have him too. Chaz is here. Oh my God, Chaz Dean. Who else is here? See, I got a huge cock. Whoa. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau's here. Who's here? Everyone! Thank you, Felk, for joining us, man. I'm so happy to have you finally back with us and you're going to be with us now moving forward from season two <laughs> to season three is that right the thing no every, <laughs> every week every week nope. i sucked you back in fucking, you're recording at a fucking 10 p.m on a saturday night i fucks on saturday nights so cool batman and beyond oh yeah batman and beyond oh yeah